Americans' membership in houses of worship continued to decline last year, dropping below 50% for the first time in Gallup's eight-decade trend. Why should I care? Why should I care? And why should I care? And why should I care? You'll be saving lives. I repeat, why should I care? Why should I care? Why should I care about any of this? Why should I care? I'm not sure why I should care. I don't know why I should care. Hello and welcome back to the Why Should I Care podcast. I'm your host Adam and this is the daily podcast where I give you one thing you need to care about and one thing you really don't. Uh, We're keeping you thinking from a conservative, biblical worldview. And since we are a brand new growing podcast, uh, we do need your support and your help as we grow our new audience. So if you could, please make sure, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, to go in, leave us a five-star rating and a review. would really help us to get the word out about the new show. Make sure that you're sharing this. If you hear something that uh, you enjoy and you think someone else would like, please just Hit that share button and let someone else know about it. We also are up and running on all of the social websites, including Parler, Twitter, Facebook, Medium, Rumble, and YouTube. You can sign up for our email updates at ycarepodcast.com. You can also get text message alerts straight to your phone when you text the keyword YCARE to 844-990-3380. As always, you can send me an email directly at adam at ycarepodcast.com. And on this Thursday edition of the Why Care Podcast, I wanted to take a little more time to speak about the story that I mentioned in yesterday's episode. It was this headline that appeared on Monday, March 29th, 2021. U.S. church membership falls below majority for the first time. Americans' membership in houses of worship continued to decline last year, dropping below 50% for the first time in Gallup's eight-decade trend. In 2020, 47% of Americans said they belonged to a church, synagogue, or mosque, down from 50% in 2018 and 70% in 1999. U.S. church membership was 73% in 1937 when Gallup first measured it. It stayed near 70% through 2000 before beginning to decline to 61% in 2010 and now 47% in 2020. So there are several interesting takeaways from this study, but as always, I want to just give you one thing you don't need to care about and one thing you really should care about considering this story. So what shouldn't you care about? First of all, I don't think it's a big deal that fewer people are identifying as faithful followers of Jesus just because that they're members of a church. One of the marks of the millennial and Gen Z age group is a love affair with something called authenticity. It's for better or worse, most people under the age of 40 don't tolerate being fake. Wherein previous generations may have kept a church membership just to maintain some kind of image of a well-rounded individual or family. But now younger generations would rather simply be authentic with themselves and others and put the traditional church attendance in the rearview mirror. And honestly, 
that's okay with me. I would rather have a smaller number of genuine believers than a large number of people playing the hypocrite. And I think what this trend reveals is not necessarily people losing faith. I think it reveals that there were some people all along who probably were not really with us. Jesus, if you remember, he made a statement. He said, many are called and few are chosen. So the fact that there was a long time in this country that a supermajority of population was a member of a church, mosque, or synagogue, it tells to me that there was a large portion of those members that were probably not living their faith. In other words, they were nominal, nominal believers going to church on Sunday, but not really living the life. And what this trend reveals, I think, is simply the reality of people coming to grips with themselves that they don't need to stop playing a game. And actually, that is a positive development. What do we need to care about? What we do need to care about from this is the fact that there is no such thing as a non-believer. What I mean by that is that for people who are ditching the Christian faith, it's not simply that they are going to become the nun category. People fill out a form and ask what religion they are, and they have a choice of Christian, Buddhist, Jewish, Muslim, or nun. And the fastest growing quote-unquote religion is the nun category, where people no longer identify with a faith tradition. But the mistake is to think that that nun is non-religious. To think that none means zero faith, and that is not true. The reality of the situation is that as people are turning away from the God of the Bible, from the God of creation, they are turning towards smaller gods of our own creation. For example, gods of environmentalism, gods of self, gods of materialism, gods of sexuality, gods of gender identity, gods of politics, and many others that we could mention. The truth is that as people are turning away from church membership, many are turning towards other gods. The reason I bring this up as we approach the Easter holiday here in the United States is I want to remind those of you who are faithful members, that you are part of that 47% listening today. I heard another statistic that said of People who are currently not attending church services, they said if someone gave them a personal invitation, nearly 30% of them said that they would be willing to visit a church service if they had a personal invitation from a friend or co-worker. I want you to hear that today on this Thursday because Sunday coming up is Easter, and no doubt that there are people in your life that if you would just have a little courage to invite someone and tell someone about the Easter service that's happening at your church, that there's probably a good chunk of them that would consider coming with you. This is, after all, the Christian's mandate to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And in a nation that is coming to grips with its nominal faith, that is refusing to be satisfied with simple membership and church attendance, this offers an opportunity for many Christians and many churches to seek true and authentic believers in Jesus Christ, true conversions. As we see our culture degrading into the darkness in these last couple of years, it's almost like I keep saying, how could it get any worse? And then it keeps getting worse. But the darker that things get, the more that the light of Christ can shine through us. In a dark room, a single candle can light every single corner. 
And we, as our faith becomes more and more unique, we can actually become more effective with our witness. So I want to challenge you today. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. The same power that raised Christ from the dead was given to us on the day of Pentecost so that you and I can be witnesses. In Acts chapter 1, Jesus said to his disciples before he ascended back to heaven, I am giving you this power so that you may be my witnesses. The power of the Holy Spirit was not given for us to feel goosebumps, was not given for us to be musically talented. The Spirit of God is not just for uh, wisdom and insights and spiritual gifts and practicing administration and those things that the Bible identifies. But the primary reason that God wanted us to have power in the Holy Spirit was so that we could be witnesses. So let's do it, believers. Let's do it, brothers and sisters. Let's take this opportunity, invite someone to your Easter service, and let's see if we can turn the tide and bring people back to church. That's all for today. We'll talk tomorrow on the Why Should I Care podcast.